My name is Laura, and I live in New York. I was born into an affluent family, but I never got to understand just how wealthy my parents were until I grew older. I had no idea how it would affect me. I was born in Scarlesdale, New York, and I went through my early life thinking it was normal to have mansions, vintage cars, birthday parties on yachts, and shopping trips in places like Dubai at a moment's notice. My parents were like the Hiltons, but self-made. They owned one of the bigger hotel chains in New York. I was their only child, so they spoiled me silly. I never got scolded for anything, ever. One time, I spat at a maid, so an older maid tried to scold me. My mom learned about it, and she was furious. How dare you speak to my precious daughter that way? I was just trying to correct her, the maid answered timidly. Is that why I pay you? You obviously don't know your place. You're fired. Security will see you off the property. No one scolded me after that, but my parents were almost never around. My dad was out of the country most of the time, and my mother was always doing something fancy with her socialite friends. Mom, I just saw the maid packing your suitcase, I said one day. Yes, darling, I'm going on a trip. But you just got back, I said, sad and frustrated. I'm sorry, darling, but it's a charity event. I must attend. Why don't you call your friends for a sleepover? This was my life. Good thing I had Courtney and Michelle, my best friends in the whole wide world. We did everything together. School, shopping, parties, boys, name it. We've done it together. They filled some gaps in my family life. One day at school, during recess, Courtney hurriedly walked over to us, carrying drinks on a tray. As we sat in the school cafeteria, she said excitedly, Oh gosh, there's a new welfare baby in our school. That was the name we gave to students who got into our school through scholarship. I heard his name is Steph. We all laughed about this, about him. While we were walking back to class, I saw him. He was in the hallway with his headphones on. As I looked at him, I felt butterflies in my stomach. He had lush dark and beautiful hair. Then for a second, he caught me staring. I looked away and I felt my heart skip a beat, noting how his brown eyes were. A month after, my parents made sure to make up for lost time and threw me a week-long party for my 16th birthday. It was the most glamorous party ever. All my friends, my favorite influencers, and almost the entire school came. I was elated. But as I was changing into another one of my many outfits, my parents told me they were going on yet another trip. I was downright disappointed, and I was furious. Here we go again, Dad, and on my birthday? You promised me! You promised! I know, darling, but we have to close a deal. I've been chasing this. I hate you! I didn't even let him finish. But mom tried to hug me, but I pulled away. We are so sorry, sweetheart. I ran away to my room and locked the door. They followed, saying again that they loved me and that they were sorry. I hate you both! Go away! Leave me alone! I didn't even say goodbye. When they had gone, I wandered into the garden and cried my eyes out. Then, I felt someone walk up to me from behind. I almost jumped out of my skin. It was Steph. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to startle you. Everyone's been looking for you. Is everything okay? 
I felt embarrassed that he saw me cry. I tried to wipe the tears. Oh, I'm sorry. Where are my manners? One of our classmates asked me to come with him to the party, and I'm sure you don't know me. My name is... Steph. You know my name. Listen, you don't have to say anything, but just know that I'm here if you need someone to talk to. That moment, I felt horrible. I'd laughed at him with Courtney, and here he was being really kind to me. After that night, Steph and I grew closer together. My friends were shocked, and they stopped talking to me. But I didn't care. I spent all of my after-school hours at their house. He lived outside Scarsdale in Rochester with his grandpa, his mom, and his younger twin sisters. They're the cutest! His father had passed away, and so did his mother, and so his mother decided to move in with their grandpa. Although times were hard, they were a happy family. All four of us would play on the trampoline behind the house almost every afternoon. I read the girls' bedtime stories and listened to grandpa's stories at night. Steph gave me something I felt I lacked, the sense of family. One day, while Steph and I were looking up at the stars, he talked about his dad and family life in general. And as the beautiful moon was shining down on us, I kissed him. Then I regretted it and started apologizing. But then he kissed me back. I stopped talking and got lost in that magical moment. From then on, it was official. Steph and I began dating. We were everywhere together and did everything together. With him in my life, I didn't miss my parents as much. In the beginning of our relationship, I tried to give him money and expensive stuff to show him my love, but he would always try to refuse and sometimes get mad. But this time, it was different. I don't want these things, Laura. You need to stop. But why? You know I'm just trying to help. I had never seen him so pissed and uncomfortable. So I stopped. But no one could stop me from spoiling the twins. Then tragedy struck. On the week my parents were supposed to return from one of their trips, a couple of policemen came to our house. Miss Laura Miles? Yes, I said hesitantly. We are sorry to tell you that your parents died in a plane crash on their way back. I blacked out at that instant and did not hear the rest. Next thing I knew, I was on a hospital bed. As soon as I remembered what had happened, I was filled with regret. I wish I didn't tell them I hated them. I loved them. I loved them so much. I wanted them back. I remembered how I didn't get to say goodbye. When I got back home, Steph came to see me, but there were countless times when I didn't want to see him. I would tell him to leave me alone. I would shout at him, then I would cry bitterly afterwards. I found out later on that my parents had willed the entire state to me, and my grandparents moved in to become my guardians. Now I had access to more money than I could ever imagine. I was young, lost, grieving, and rich. And that's a terrible combination. So I went back to my old life. Courtney and Michelle, whom I hadn't seen in weeks, reached out. Little by little, I drifted away from Steph. I went back to being the arrogant, spoiled brat that I was. One day, Steph called me on the phone. Babe, it's like I don't know who you are anymore. What are you talking about? We barely see each other. Every time I drop by, it's either you're out on a trip somewhere or too upset to see me. I'm under too much pressure, Steph. I need a break. 
I think we should take a break. Are you breaking up with me? I didn't say anything. I was holding back tears. I waited for him to hang up before crying my eyes out. We didn't speak after that. I stopped answering his calls and responding to his messages. He was heartbroken. He eventually went off to Columbia University on a basketball scholarship. Meanwhile, I decided I wasn't going to college, but I was going to do everything else. Partying, traveling, and all kinds of fun stuff. My grandparents were so worried about me, but I wasn't. I had more than enough of my parents' money to last me five lifetimes. And I got Jeff, my new boyfriend. He was old money. Life was good again and I believed everyone around me loved me. One day, while I was hosting a party with my friends on my yacht, I got sick and ran into the bathroom. Then Courtney and Michelle walked in. They didn't know I was there. Laura? I don't believe you, Courtney, Michelle said. I swear on Brittany's freedom. The boy said Jeff is after her money. Once he puts a ring on that silly girl's finger, he'll take everything. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that they would talk about me this way. But I thought his parents were loaded, Michelle asked. Nah, they lost it a long time ago. That was enough for me. Jeff was after my money. My friends called me a silly girl. This party was over. I told security to get everyone off the yacht. I broke up with Jeff in a text and I deleted Courtney's and Michelle's numbers. On my private jet on my way home, I thought, what have I become? I was making the same mistakes my parents made. I'd lost sight of what's important. Family. I felt so alone. I wanted to call Steph, but I couldn't find the courage to do so. I missed him so much. How did I get so carried away? How did I let the person that genuinely cared about me slip away? I called the house, and one of the maids picked up. I need to go see Steph as soon as I get home. Do you remember Steph? Get the car ready. I need to tell him how sorry I am. My head was spinning. You can tell him yourself, the maid said. I was confused. What did she mean by that? The next thing I heard was something I knew so well. Laura? I couldn't believe my ears and my heart started racing. Steph, I'm so sorry. Wait, how? You know what? I don't care. Are you at my house? Yes, I missed you, Laura. I just wanted to try one last time. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened to us. No, don't say that. It was all my fault. And I'm back to my senses. And I'm so, so sorry. And I want to be with you again and... But he didn't let me finish. Slow down, my queen. Save your breath. You can tell me everything when you get home. That night, as the plane flew through the clouds, I dreamt of a safe landing in Steph's arms and the loving embrace of a family. Do you also think that love of a family is important? <laughs>